0: Whoever sows to please the flesh, from the flesh will reap destruction. Whoever sows to please the spirit, from the spirit will reap eternal life. Let us not become weary in doing good, for at the proper time we will reap a harvest if we do not give up. Here's the key verse. Therefore, as we have the opportunity, let us do good to all people. Notice the all. It's all inclusive, not just some, not just those we like, not just those that are family, All people, but especially to those who belong to the family of believers. The second verse I want to use, passage is, comes out of Ephesians, the fifth chapter, verses 15 and 16. Be very careful then how you live, not as unwise, but as wise, making the most of every opportunity because the days are evil. Now, opportunity by definition, a door or window of opportunity. As one of our young people already said, is a short period of time during which the opportunity <coughs> must be acted upon or lost. And y'all just stop think about that opportunity. When do we talk about windows of opportunity, doors of opportunity? We know that those those windows close down and those doors shut. And so, opportunity is the op- opportunity is that moment in time or that period of time where we can make a difference. This text, the second text I want us to look at this morning. I want us to focus both on the first and the second text. Therefore, as we have the opportunity from Galatians six ten, let us do good to all people, especially the family of believers. And then the second text, Ephesians 5, 15 and 16, be very careful then how you live, not as unwise, but as wise, making the most of every opportunity because the days are evil. Therefore, do do not be foolish, but understand what the Lord's will is. New Living Translation says it like this. So be careful how you live, not as fools, but as those who are wise. Make the most of every opportunity for doing good in these evil days. Don't act thoughtlessly, but try to understand what the Lord wants you to do. Phillips translates it like this. Live life, then, with a due sense of responsibility, not as men and women who do not know the meaning and the purpose of life, but as those who do, make the best use of your time despite all the difficulties of the day. Don't be vague, but firmly grasp what you know to be true about God's will. The passage in the Ephesians says to be very careful, then how you live. Now, folks, I want to share with you, most of us need to laugh a little bit today. And so I've asked Stephen to upload it. I don't know if you've ever seen Bill dance. Uh, he has a, a fishing show on TV. And these are one or two. Three or four bloopers going. from his fishing trip. He, does, he doesn't do this intentionally. He does it normally, like it's we mine. do. So, Stephen, if, if you mine. can just mine. show this, maybe we'll talk about opportunities here for doing the right thing. Take the lights down, Andy. Oh, I want you to turn on. i <laughs> You ain't going to believe this, but I had these three big bass bust my (laughs) (laughs) rods. I didn't even know the tailgate was down. I ought to do one of them. Here's a safety tip for (laughs) i <laughs> Do, they move right into where that area of plankton is. <laughs> 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 the scripture says be very careful in how you live not, not as unwise but as wise you know, God wants us to live life with a due sense of responsibility not as men and women who don't know the meaning and the purpose of life but as those who do that's what Phillips translates that passage like we're, we're to watch out about how we go about life and live it with a sense of purpose we're not to be arrogant or foolish or ignorant, we know how to live life with some wisdom and some common sense by using the mind and the brain power and the body that God gave us. Don't be blind to your own way of living, that's one of the ways I translate this, watch what you're doing and know why you're doing what you're doing. Uh, Do we eat nutritious foods? Mm -hmm. I'm not even going to let y'all answer. Do we get up and exercise? Not only if we're made to, probably. Uh, few of us have good resolution and good discipline. Uh, do we use the, the mental capacity God gives us? Do we study His Word? Uh, do we make wise decisions? Have you ever seen somebody walking or texting and watch them walk off of a curb and stumble and fall? Or walk into a sign? You know, know when 75% of accidents occur, do you have any idea when accidents happen? It's when people are backing up. You you check with the insurance uh, of America. They'll tell you, 75% of all of our accidents happen when we get in the car and we put it in reverse and we look back and we back over roads are icing nice and over. And it's supposed to be 15 degrees tonight or 13 degrees as a low. That's why we need to protect the pipes. God gave us a, he gave us a brain, folks. You don't want busted water pipes. You need to go home and, and fix your water pipes. If you don't want to have a wreck, then you need to slow down as you're going home this afternoon. And I, my suggestion would be get in and stay. okay, Unless you absolutely have to go somewhere. And mark my word again, before the, before the week's out, folks, we're supposed to have two or three days of cold weather with the possibility of precipitation. Somebody will be walking, and they will slip, and they will fall, and they will up in the ER. And a hospital likes that, because it's good for business. You know, orthopedic doctors like that, because it keeps them going in business as well. Uh, it's just one of those things we need to be careful how we live, not as unwise, but as wise. Also, God created each one of us to be and to use whatever gifts and talents God gave us. And now we also need to know what time it is in our life. Now I want to share with you this is very special candid. When Rebecca went out to shop yesterday and she came back home. kicked in the head by a horse. And I want to tell you, that's a serious deal. They took him to the doctor, 17 stitches, right across here. The CT scans were good, and the MRIs were good. And he was released, and they're just watching him for possibility of, of some type of concussion or anything. You can ask my good friend over here, Bruce Green. Wonderful old white horse he had. Uh, he did a little dental work on Bruce one day. Uh, <laughs> You know, I went out and saw Bruce one day, and he's missing a couple of teeth. he said, "What?" I said, what happened? He said, that's that old sweet white horse I had. You know, pissed me off. We, we can't always protect ourselves from the things that happen, folks, but we can be careful, more careful than what we need to be in order to avoid some of those things. Uh, you know, are all our relationships the way they should be coming into the new? Is there anybody that we're crossways with that we need to maybe patch things up with? You know, be wise. Go about it in a way that's helpful. Is there somebody that needs to hear a word of testimony from us today that doesn't know the Lord Jesus? Does everyone on our radar screen, in our personal life, have some type of relationship with the Lord? Are we mad or angry about anything? And we need to give it over to the Lord why do you ask? Because anger causes stress. When we're stressed, our physical body and our mental outlook is affected in adverse ways. We need to learn how to let God have our anger and help us deal with it in a positive and constructive way. Uh, a few years ago, I don't know whether y'all saw the story, there was a man, a young man who wanted to be one with a tiger <coughs> up in New York. He decided he'd just climb over in the tiger cage. He's going to be one with the tiger. Well, he nearly was the tiger nearly ate him up. He nearly was the next meal for the tiger. You say, well, that's foolish. No, there are people do foolish things all the time. Yesterday unfortunately, a man, from, a young man from California, called a prank nine one one call to Wichita, Kansas. I don't know whether you saw this on the news or not, said that they were being kidnapped and being held by by a gun by a deranged gunman. The police SWAT team. It's called swatting. It's a new craze country, We don't have enough stuff to do, so it's just one of those foolish things. SWAT team shows up at this house of an innocent man. He opens the door, 28-year-old man, and all he did was put his hand down, and a police officer thought he was going for a gun because that's the report they had. The man was holding hostages with a gun and he was shot dead. This now, folks, I don't know when it's going to stop. It's just bizarre. And it has to stop. We've got to pray for our police to have more wisdom. And pray for our people to not do foolish things like that. I hope, honestly, I hope the young man that did that 9-1 call gets the full legal application of the law in this situation. Do you know what time it is in your life? You've heard me say it before, but I'll... Windows of opportunity are iron, and the moments that we have are before us so when the scene is there and it will never be there again. And that's what we need to realize. The sands of time, we use kill cliche out of the old uh, days of our lives, running through our hourglass of our life. That's, the turn, that's the one neat thing about an hourglass. You see the sand run through it and it doesn't come back. Same thing on a sweep pan, on, on a clock, on a watch. It goes by and you can once when we spend the time, it's gone. Several years ago, there was a movie that most of you probably saw. If you didn't, it's a great movie to see. It's a story, true story about Jim Morris, a high school baseball coach from West Texas who late in life at the, basically, the encouragement of his baseball team decided to go out for the major leagues. And believe it or not, He got the game ball and he's walking off the field and his father's there waiting for him and he hands his father the game ball and it was a poignant, poignant scene because that father realized for the first time in his life all the opportunities he had missed to get to know and encourage and have a good relationship with his son. He was always too busy, always didn't encourage, didn't do, he, he's always bound up in I tell you this because each one of us are given today, folks. That's the only day we're given. We have today. We're not promised about tomorrow. If you want to read about tomorrow, you can read my article. James says that we're a vapor, we're a mist that appears for a little while. We oftentimes grab, we to go do this or that. We need to say, if it's the Lord will, we will do this or that. Pay attention to our lives and how we are living them. Are we spending our lives in ways that are beneficial to the Lord and to us and our family? In our community, are we using every opportunity we have to use our life daily to honor the Lord? Scripture is very specific here. Colossians three twenty three says, "Work at everything you do as working for the Lord and not for men, knowing that you will honor the Lord will honor you." In other words, whatever we do—hunting, fishing, making jelly, jams, cooking, reading to our children, walking, running. Exercising whatever we do, we need to do it as into the Lord, because God gives us the opportunity to enjoy life. There's a scene from the old movie "Dances with Wolves." Somebody saying, "Well, that movie's not that old; it's 27 years old. (laughs) It was filmed in 1990." Where John Dunbar, Lieutenant John Dunbar, he's out on the prairie, been put out there, kind of as a punishment, and he's sleeping in this little dugout. Log cabin structure, and he hears a noise, and he's in a dead sleep, and he gets up, and guess what he does? He jumps up, if you remember the scene, if you've seen that movie, it's a great movie, by the way, it's one of the most beautiful movies, film, and he jumps up off of his place where he's sleeping, and he runs into the door, and that door is right about this high, and he knocks himself out. We make the most of every opportunity. Do we do that? Do we tell our children, our families, that we love them? Today? See, when I'm gone, I want my children. My have resources that you can help others with. And do we do that? Do we give to the church? Do we give to God's ministries? Do we offer ourselves to help people? Do we pray for our schools and our community and our state and our nation? Folks, if we want our nation to be what it needs to be, we need to offer our nation that All of our leaders, like them or not, we need to pray for them. All of our agents. On the highways, and they never know when they pull somebody over. When they walk up to a car, what's going to happen to them? They honestly don't. They run the tags. They have an idea. They hope. Folks, these are trying times. There's always plenty of ugly things happening. And we need to always be seeking to do good and make a difference in our world. That Galatians passage said, Therefore, as you have the opportunity, do good to all people, not just some, not just a few, but all people, particularly those who are fellow believers. I don't believe the Lord wants us to withdraw from the world and do our own little thing in the <laughs> world. say that all the time. Go ahead and look for the kingdom, Jerry. Don't be foolish, but understand what the Lord's will, the last part of that Ephesians passage, verse 17 in some of your Bibles. Know what God wants you to do in this world with your life. You know, folks, I want to share with you, there's, there's no elevated positions in life. Yes, some, some positions may be more important than others, but God shows no favor. in the food line or waits on our tables that waitress that waiter, that server is just as important in God's eyes as a person who maybe makes decisions that affects our lives. every one of us here has made some poor choices or bad choices. I showed you that video to show you how easy it is to make a bad choice. I, you know that when he tripped over that that long bar, I don't want to walk. sanctified. Better word, renovated. God renovates us. He makes us over new. He uses us for his glory and honor in our heart, our mind, and our soul, and make a difference in our world. And I believe that God wants us to grow through the sufferings and the trials that we face in this whole life. 1 Peter 4, 12 and 13 says it like this. Dear friends, do not be surprised at the painful trial you're suffering as though something strange were happening to you. But rejoice that you participate in the sufferings of Christ so that you may be overjoyed when his glory is received. So then those who suffer according to God's will should commit themselves to their faithful Creator and continue to do good. As difficult as it is, and it's a pretty tall order, we show God's glory when we can rejoice even in our sufferings and our trials. Even when we can say, believe it's God's will that we be filled with his spirit. There's a verse following the text in the Ephesians chapter this morning. that says, don't get drunk with wine, but be filled with the spirit. And speak to one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. Why is it so difficult in our difficult and troubled Full oh, today not half empty. Help me to go out and boost somebody else's spirit to encourage somebody. You have a a relationship, as I mentioned earlier, it needs to be mended. Could you do that? Could you ask God to show you how to go and make things wise? Have you thank God for your blessings this week and how God has worked? This time of the year for me is a time when I look back over the years, and I look back over the years, and I think about all the Do doors and windows of opportunity open and close for us and we don't make use so. of I don't know whether y'all been watching any of the football playoffs. I hadn't, we don't have a, a team in the game, I guess you'd say. The old Baylor Bears didn't make it to any playoffs. They were one of the, so y'all know they were one of the two teams. talked to God lately? Have you told him your concerns? Is there something troubling you? Would you let him take care of it? Is there someone you need to share a testimony with of how God has simply worked in your life? Have you thanked God for your blessings this day and as you come to the end of the year? You don't do anything else for the rest of Conscious of all people's needs, Lord, when we have that opportunity and when we have the resources, help us to step up and help make a difference in somebody else's life. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Our hymn of invitation this morning, in your hymnal, hymn number three twenty. Turn your. Own.